I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. What does IKEA now have in common with Mumbai's Chor Bazaar or Delhi's Amar Colony? Secondhand furniture, or as the young kids say, pre-loved vintage goods. As per reports, the Swedish furniture company is displaying and selling secondhand and damaged pieces to promote sustainable living. Turns out, fast furniture waste is just as bad for the planet as fast fashion waste is. According to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. An estimated amount of 12.2 million tons of furniture waste was generated by Americans in 2017. That includes sofas, tables, chairs, and mattresses at all, and 80.2 percent of it went to landfills, while only 0.3 percent of the waste was recovered for recycling. And those are the numbers from only one country. You can imagine how much waste it will add up to if we take into account the rest of the developed nations. You see. The problem is that fast furniture is not meant to last long, and neither is it designed for recycling. Like fast fashion, it's all about use and throw. Take IKEA for example. Depending on the density of the wood, an average IKEA furniture has a lifespan of maybe five to eight years max. The thing with furniture is that the more you spend, the longer the furniture will last. But of course, the other side of the argument is that furniture shopping can burn a hole in your pocket. So often. A lot of people may be forced to settle for fast furniture. Unfortunately, in all likelihood, eventually that piece of furniture is going to get dumped in a landfill. Now, it's not like IKEA has started a revolution. Smaller furniture sellers have been recycling for a long, long time. Websites like eBay and OLX have also helped in buying and selling old furniture. But since sustainability living is in vogue, and honestly, thank God for that. A lot of big brands are finally re-strategizing their business plans. IKEA has committed to becoming a circular business by 2030. The company wants to transform the take-make-waste linear model to the reuse, refurbish, remanufacture, and recycle model. And it seems like the company is down to business. This year, it ditched the Black Friday and opted for a Green Friday initiative instead, where it offered its customers the buyback and resell scheme. Basically. There were discount offers on fresh goods for anybody who wants to sell older IKEA furniture back to the company. It's been more than a year since this scheme was launched, and reportedly, IKEA has bought back over one million pound worth of furniture. Governments are also trying to reduce waste, especially the EU, which is trying to incentivize the circular economy for everyday items like furniture. So I'll say, think twice before discarding your stuff. Maybe somebody will find some use for it. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan, and this is the deep dive for 7th December 2022. No matter how correct, inaccurate, factual, or false the response, OpenAI's ChatGPT, the chatbot powered by artificial intelligence. Has gained massive popularity, and because ChatGPT has already attracted one million users in less than one week of its launch, I believe to say it has gone viral would be an understatement. What's the big deal here, though? First off, ChatGPT is conversational and has a wide range of knowledge on various subjects. It can write code, create social media posts, 
and even write TV show scripts if you'd like. And to top it all off, it's free, at least for now. I'm sure you now understand why it has been the talk of the town. And the tech industry is undeniably in full swoon mode over this interactive conversational model. In conclusion, ChatGPT outperforms all other AI chatbots that typically handle specific tasks like automated customer support. But there's a catch. There's always a catch. While ChatGPT is prompt in responding with eloquent and convincing statements, it's also often wrong. You can possibly have human-like conversations with it. But when faced with difficult fact-based questions, it becomes startlingly inaccurate. The reason is that ChatGPT is not like Google, which can skim through the internet to find your answers. Plus, its database is limited to the pre-2021 era. So those who had high hopes that ChatGPT would do your homework or write your school essays, it even gets straightforward problems wrong. And its facts are all over the place. You wouldn't want to risk relying on ChatGPT. Moreover, even if the answers are BS, the responses to any questions are convincing. So you know, one can only point out an answer or response is incorrect if they actually know it is incorrect or have the time to quickly fact-check it. Apart from the shortcomings, while ChatGPT's developers acknowledge, much has been talked about the chatbot's potential to upend the content industry, particularly in fields like education, programming, and journalism. But in a world where AI-generated information is abundant, humans' contextual awareness, skepticism, and solution-oriented approach will make verification and editing critical skills. If you think about it, a spate of new AI products have popped up this year, doing things that many of us believe to be practically impossible. ChatGPT is out here giving astonishing human-like responses. In another case, Text prompts are converted into realistic pictures by image generators like DALI 2. In fact, this year's Colorado State Fair's top prize went to a piece of digital art made with the text-to-image program Midjourney. Our lives, which are basically online at this point, already have AI playing a significant role. It drives Google search, shapes how we interact on Instagram and Twitter, and even responds to our questions in the disguise of Alexa or Siri. However, this new breed of generative AI technologies appear to have characteristics that are obviously more human, which is commendable, but low-key scary too. Visual art and blogs are only the beginning. AlphaFold, a program created by Google's AI spin-off DeepMind, can deduce a protein's shape from its amino acid sequence. So, yeah, technology is advancing, and it's advancing quickly. However, there are some urgent issues that require attention. It's important to note that AI functions by discovering and recreating patterns in data, just like the majority of machine learning softwares. But even so, because these programs produce code, text, music, and art, the data they use is human-generated, web-scraped, and in some cases, copyright-protected. So the ongoing debate around generative AI is copyright laundering. The Verge highlights the case of Holly Mengert, a Disney illustrator who reportedly discovered that a Canadian mechanical engineering student had copied their artistic style as part of an AI experiment. Similarly, even ChatGPT is trained on text that has been obtained without prior consent from authors whose works have been used to create content. One thing's for sure, these extraordinarily complex and advanced technologies will lead to a future that is full of both terrible and amazing possibilities. 
The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Shorbori and Manaswini, edited by Venkatanan, mastered and mixed by Ajay Rajput. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.